Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the She-Wolf Mentality Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. I hope you're having a fantastic day. It is gloomy here in northern Minnesota. Well, not northern Minnesota. I'm kind of in the Twin Cities, but we haven't seen sun for about 10 days, so I am counting down the days until I head out to sunny Arizona for three months. I'll be gone from um, January the beginning of January, all the way to the first week of April. So I'm going to be skipping out on the gloomy, rainy, slushy weather. And I'm really, really excited because as I go, and I'm going to be talking about this today with the mindset switch um, about attacking your goals, understanding your why, getting very precise and clear on exactly what you want in your physique, what you actually really want to do. And in terms of how to do it, um, I think a lot of times when we are going through our our progress, our fat loss phase, um, a muscle building phase, a functional phase, that we that we uh, we tend to overthink the process. We we tend to overthink: Am I doing this right? Um, am I should I be doing this? Maybe I should change this in two weeks. Maybe I should alternate this and do that. And I've been seeing that a lot in the last probably three months as I've been taking on new clients. Um, this amount of overwhelm, you know, you start something and you, you do it for a few weeks. You, you don't, you don't see the results right away and then you fall off the wagon. And so it's very important that as I dive into today's podcast, that I'm going to be kind of giving you some hacks and tips as you're going into 2023. And these are things as well that I use when it comes to not thinking and just doing it in terms of fat loss and building muscle. Again, you can use these tips um, from from a business standpoint, um, from a relationship standpoint in certain ways. But today we're going to be really diving into the fat loss piece um, and trusting the process. But before I do that, I have a story to tell. Now, some of you know that I served in the military for six years. Um, I was serving with the Army National Guard, Minnesota Army National Guard for six years. Um, I was a 11 Bravo infantry guy. Um, if some of you don't know what infantry work is, it's a very hard job. Um, it's long hours. It's constantly going pretty much. You're the guy that breaks down the door and and you're going in, you're going in and you are, um, there to protect. You are in a very dangerous area environment. Um, and I've been in quite a few situations that have really taught me, that you can't think you just have to do. You have to trust your, your training. You have to trust uh, your leadership. You have to trust your instinct. Um, And I got a quick story to tell before I go into these tips, because this story um, and this process, um, this process that, that I've gone through this story um, really helped me develop a very good mindset. Um, I was, doing a mission. Um, this was probably four or five years ago. Um, this was a non-deployment mission. Um, I was in the woods, uh, of camp Ripley, which is Northern Minnesota. Some of you that are serving or currently serve, or you have family or friends that serve, they may have talked about camp Ripley. Um, it's an area that infantry guys like myself, um, go for training. And there was a day that we were doing a very long operation, 24 hours, um, and something not to dive into too much. But one thing with infantry is they teach you to go 110% 
with very little sleep. And so when you're getting maybe two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep, they want you, they make you and they train you to be able to go at 110% no matter how you feel. And that's something that I've adapt adopted and, you know, built over the, over the course of many years. I don't recommend learning how to do your daily tasks every day at two hours of sleep. I am not suggesting that, but I learned how to do things at two hours of sleep. Um, there was a moment in training that came across my mind that I can't think I just have to do. I have to attack the objective. And this time, um, this mission that we were doing, it was late at night. Now, infantry work, we train in, in broad daylight. We train in the pitch black. Um, when we train in the pitch black, everything's dark. Um, we use night vision called nods where um, the night vision comes over. It crosses your eye. And all you can see is is pretty much green. That night vision is your eyes. You need to make sure you know how to train with that. You have to be able to see everything when you're going through missions, when you're you're clearing out rooms, uh, you know, buildings, when you're in the woods, um, you know, everything. You have to know how to maneuver while you're having that on your on your helmet. And it's pretty heavy. Now, this specific mission, we were going up um, a very very steep hill. And it was literally downpouring. It was downpouring rain. It was coming down. We couldn't see anything. Um, it was just, it was awful. It was probably one of the worst experiences of my life, but it taught me a very valuable um, um, valuable tool about the mindset of not stalling, not falling back and continuing to push through the objective. Now, at the time, my team leader, um, I'm not going to say his name on the podcast, but he was a great team leader, and this was a team effort. It was four of us guys in a squad, and our job, our objective was to assault. Again, this was not a, a deployment. This was not real life. It was a training event to assault and be able to get to the top. We had to clear out the objective. We had to clear out what we needed to clear out and continue to push through. Now, again, it's pitch black. It's downpouring rain. And I cannot see anything. Now, I remember going halfway and all of a sudden my nods, my night vision goggles uh, completely broke. They, they broke. Something happened with the battery. I'm assuming water got into the battery area. I went black. I could not see anything. The moon, wherever that was, wasn't in existence at the time. And I remember uh, stalling out while I'm going through this objective. And I'll, I'll never forget having that thought in my head, just hold up, stall out. However, when you stall, you can get your brothers hurt um, or even worse. When you are stalling, you have to push through the objective no matter what. And I remember my my sergeant at the time grabbing me and screaming at me, Bowick, and taking his hand, grabbing my uh, upper part of my uniform in the back, grab, almost grabbing my neck, knowing that I could not see, I could not see anything, but saying, hey, we can't stall here and we have to push. You can't think about this situation. We have to keep going. And I remember him grabbing me and literally dragging me for for yards. And I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do as much as I can with almost no uh, sight. I, I, almost, I could not see at all. But during that process, I remember finishing the objective, getting down and my sergeant looking at me and saying, you know, I understand that your nods broke. However, you can't think at that moment. You still have to go like you. You can't stall. You have to push through. And he did a great job taking me and helping me and advancing me through the objective. But I remember stalling. I remember pausing. I remember 
overthinking what I needed to do. However, I practiced, I practiced that training over and over and over and over again, but I let these thoughts in my head stall me out because of my nods shutting off. I could not see instead of, Hey, I still have to get moving. And so after that day, I remember thinking like, I can't think I just have to do, I have to create action, create clarity, create a vision. And I have to attack no matter what happens. I have to push through. And I remember taking this story, which was a real life story and applying this in my training, in my nutrition, in my business, in my relationships. Again, there are things you have to sit down and actually think about, but to get your, to get the point, don't overthink the process. Don't overthink when those nods shut off and you have to push through. And I'm going to dive into that about having the proper leadership because at this time, I had proper leadership. I had my sergeant to help me, to, to guide me and, and, and push me through what I needed to push through. Now, long story short, we're going to dive into the next piece here. Um, and I want to create some urgency for you. I want to create some urgency for you as you are about two weeks, right? It's crazy to think, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend is is Christmas. Isn't that crazy? And after Christmas, what happens? New Year's, right? And when New Year's hits, right? 2023 is here. And we hear it all the time, right? New Year's resolutions, getting things going, nothing wrong with that. However, right, we start getting amped up like, yo, when the first or second week starts up, we're well, I'm going to start hitting this. I'm going to start doing this. We, we start creating these really feel-good goals in our head, which is awesome, right? We want to create that. But we need to understand what we need to do in terms of actually making those goals happen, creating the habits, building up the form, building up that mindset. And we got to create urgency, right? Um, urgency to get through the objective. So how do we do this? How do we stop thinking and we start creating action? Number one thing, how do we do this each day as we go into 2023 and we're two weeks out? Number one, Number one thing, you have to have a game plan and you got to stop guessing. Going back to my objective, I had a game plan. I remember my sergeant briefing me that if anything happens, you still assault through the objective. You do not stall. You have to keep pushing through. However, I stalled. I completely stalled and he grabbed me by the neck and dragged me up and continued to push through the objective. I had that guide. Who is that guide in this realm, right? This would be a coach. This would be a coach having a game plan. Again, you can make a game plan all to yourself. If you're like, hey, I'm not looking for a coach. I'm not looking for a mentor or or a friend, right? Whatever that might be. If this is you, you have options. But number one thing you have to understand is you have to have a game plan because having a game plan is going to help you stop. It's going to help you stop thinking about, oh, should I be doing this instead? Should I be changing this? Should I start doing this next week? and rearranging every little thing, every little detail. It's very important that you stop guessing, you get the game plan and you start attacking. How would that look like? What would a game plan look like? That would look like, right? A program when it comes to training, you know, making things simple. Uh, goal is to drop 10 pounds, maybe 10, 15 pounds, a couple inches off your waist. You want to tone up. You want to get that toned look. You want to start seeing your, your glutes more definitions in your shoulders, maybe your upper back, a little bit of definition, that hourglass look that, that game plan is going to come from what number one is going to be the training, right? Knowing what you're doing on a daily task, having the objective at hand, knowing with the proper programming. Number two would be obviously your nutrition, which I'm going to dive into that here in a second with like knowing what phase you're in because that's going to really help with clarity in 2023 
Um, but having that game plan when it comes to nutrition, you know, knowing um, a macro setup, knowing um, if it's a meal plan setup, whatever that needs to be to get you to where you want to go. And again, creating urgency, creating clarity and having that vision. Okay, number two, um, very important thing to help you to stop thinking and just starting to do, starting to attack. You got to have clear communication, okay? I had clear I had clear communication with my sergeant that day. But when my nods went black and everything in front of me went black, I froze up. I, I started thinking. I started, oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And he was able to guide me and pick me up and push me through. And he was doing very clear communication with me. And I remember him afterwards about looking me in the eye and sharing and breaking that down. I'll never, I'll never forget that conversation. But having clear communication is going to help you not overthink the process when it comes to your goals and your fitness journey. Um, how this would lo- look would be having clear communication every single week, every single day with a coach. You know, when you're going into a fat loss phase and you haven't lost a couple pounds in a couple weeks, instead of going completely off the wagon and eating and drinking a bunch of alcohol over the weekend, right? You have that check-in with your coach. We're able to reassess where we're at and then we go through, right? Um, I've had a couple clients recently go get hormonal labs, right? Hormones play a very big role in women's fat loss phases and a few clients having a lot of weight loss resistance. I just did a podcast on this and we found out that, um, these individuals have an autoimmune disorder. So their body's kind of attacking itself. Thyroid isn't working, which plays a huge role in your metabolism, lots of inflammation in the body. And so that moment, having clear communication to zoom out and go, hey, we're not going in a fat loss phase for another probably three to four months. We're going to have clear communication. We're going to heal your hormones, okay? We're going to heal these hormonal uh, markers, okay? I'm not going to dive into that today, but we're going we're gonna to fix these things. We're not going to put a Band-Aid on it. We're going to fix them. We have to fix the root cause, and then we're going to go continuing to what we, what we want to do in, in terms of your goals, right? having a realistic expectation with yourself, but having clear communication with yourself or with your coach or with a friend or a mentor is going to help you not guess or overthink. You're just going to keep doing the, you're just going to keep doing the job, doing what you need to do. Okay. Number three, this one is really important. I, I kind of touched based on it here in, um, in the first part, know what phase you are in. One of the most important things when it comes to not thinking and just doing in terms of fat loss and building muscle and the whole fitness goal thing, fitness related um, uh, objective is knowing what phase you are in. Okay. And what I mean by that is when you start creating goals, right? Most of us want to lose inches off our waist. We want to grow um, and tone up our glutes. We want to start seeing definition. Maybe we're, we're, we're tired of the mid, um, mid belly fat, right? We need to zoom out and go, okay, now what phase do I want to do? Or what do I actually need to do? Normally first, what you want is what you want, but there's another line, right? What does your body actually need? And when you know what phase you are in, which it could be a fat loss phase, it could be a functional phase. It could be a muscle building phase. It could be a maintaining phase, whatever phase that is, that's going to help you not overthink the process and just keep doing what the game plan is put in front of you, which is number one, right? Having a game plan. 
having that game plan, understanding, hey, this is the phase I'm in. I'm going to stop overthinking the process and I'm going to do what coach says or my mentor or my friend says or whatever. Or, you know, maybe you're doing your own research. I'm going to do what this says and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, right, we, we make adjustments. But the, the purpose behind this, um, ladies, is that you know what phase you're in so you're not hopping back and forth because I've seen it so many times. I'm going to start keto. I'm going to start intermediate fasting. I'm going to start paleo and I'm going to do it for four weeks. And after four weeks, if I haven't lost uh, 10 pounds, now I'm going to go over and do this or I'm going to try this or I'm going to try that. And you don't stick with it. I'm not saying that you need to stick with keto or paleo. I'm just giving the demonstration. Or, right, you you try keto or intermediate fasting, and that wasn't even what you were supposed to do, right? Your body is, hormonally-wise, is 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 having all these numbers flagged, these red flags. You need to be going into a functional phase before you even think about a fat loss phase. And a functional phase can range anywhere from three months to 12 months. I've had clients do functional phases up to 12 months because they have really bad cases of Hashimoto's um, or hypothyroidism, right? Those things are real. And so knowing the phase that you're in is going to help with clarity, having realistic expectations to what is actually going to happen in the next four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, six weeks, and it's going to set you up for success. So I hope today you got a lot of value in the the podcast. If you are watching the replay, uh, make sure you hashtag replay so I know you're listening in. Um, And if you got a lot of value, make sure you tag me. Um, on your Instagram, your Facebook, take me at Isaiah Bowick. And if you got a lot of value from it, make sure you shoot me a quick DM and let me know what you learned. So have a great day and we will talk soon.